Welcome to the Financial Flossing Podcast with Ross Brannan, guiding dental professionals to a brighter future. Ross Brannan is a financial advisor who knows it's not just about your teeth. He helps dental practice owners protect and maximize today's cash flow to plan for tomorrow's cash needs. Find him at rossbrannan.com. On the show, he brings together experts to help dental professionals looking to make smart money decisions to grow their income, turn their retirement goals into reality, and improve their lives. And now, here's your host, Ross Brannan. Welcome to the show. My guest today is Alex Nottingham. Alex is the CEO and founder of All-Star Dental Academy. He has authored the Dental Practice Game Changer book, Dental Practice Excellence. He is a former Tony Robbins top coach and consultant. And today he joins us on Financial Flossing. Alex, welcome to the show. Glad to be here. My fellow Floridian. Exactly. So uh, <laughs> Alex is based in uh, the Fort Lauderdale area, everyone. That's right. That's and a right. uh, beautiful part of the country. It is. And it's so, Alex, you have a very interesting story. I thought I'm going to jump right in. Mm -hmm. Okay. Tell us how you became a dental coach. Coach. Well, I have dental coaches, uh, so I'm not doing the coaching. Well, uh, I'm that's sorry. I, I no, 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 totally. Me. But I, 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 am a, I am a dental coach too. I would say I'm a big into coaching. That's part of my background. And the, okay, so my background, where, what's going on? So it's all started with my father. I was telling you about this in the green room, right? right yeah. My father is a dentist. Great, great guy. Big heart. And he told me when I was very young, don't be a dentist. I admired him. I wanted to do what, what, what dad did, right? But he he was kind of, at his time, this was when insurance companies were, were taking a, a big hold on dentistry. He felt the quality. He was a big pinky trained dentist, uh, fellow of the Academy of General Dentistry, like high quality stuff. He felt that that wasn't going the right direction. Plus, he saw all of his friends that were doing business were, were making more money and were happier or whatever. So he said, go to business. So I got my law degree, my MBA. I did what dad said. Uh, I started working for Tony Robbins because I like motivational stuff and uh, helping people. And I was one of his uh, top business coaches for several years. My goal was to either start my own, own business or be a run a Fortune 500 company. Who knows? And during that time, my father's business was was in big trouble. Uh, it was facing bankruptcy. Uh, quite frankly, uh, bad business decisions, poor marketing, not responding to what was going on. So I offered to help and he let me kind of take over the management, the practice, the marketing. And with the help of my, my girlfriend at the time, my wife now, we were able to transform that business from a $1 million business to, I believe it was $2.2, $2.4 million within 18 months. We more than doubled the business. And that was through just better management, marketing, and amazing phone skills. I mean, we were getting people from all over the world, prime ministers, celebrities to come to this business and get great work done. And so that really inspired me. And so I, I said, you know, my father wanted to begin the retirement process. And I said, how could I bring this, this message to other people? I want to help people. It made me feel good. So I assumed uh, that other dentists would be like him. And, and I was right. A lot of dentists are, they're, they're caring people. They're not the best at business. They're not trained to do that. Number one, that's why you and I are here. Number two, their heart isn't about how much money can I get out of people? It's like, I want to help people and I want right. to do something. I'm making right. good living and a good life. At the end of the day, it's all what we want. And that's kind of what, what led to All-Star Dental Academy. And since we launched, we 
We've been uh, partners with the American Academy of Cosmetic Dentistry, the Academy of General Dentistry, the Dawson Academy, and so on. And we provide online training, coaching, consulting, things like that, but uh, and a lot of free, great educational materials just to help dentists. I mean, that, that's the goal is uh, I really want to help and it makes me happy to help. Yeah, because you you put a lot of free content out and you have a lot of, lot of stuff and you have a tons of different levels of ways people can be Correct. involved with the All-Star Dental Academy. Correct. And you have like- Correct a substantial amount of users, clients, subscribers, yes. whatever terminology you want to use, yes. it's well over a thousand. Yeah, um, a, a few thousand. And what's also cool is we're even getting people that aren't dentists to sign up for our program. I have plastic surgeons. I have physical therapists. I mean, because it's the same philosophy. It's, it's the same thing. And let me, let, let, me let, the, <laughs> let me let the secret on your show. It's not just for dentists what I teach. Any business can do this and it can help. But I clothed in dentistry to make it more comfortable because I do have a dental background. People like to know how, you know, because when I get a specialist say, how does it apply to me? I'm a, I have endodontist, pedodontist, periodontist, endodontist. They all do great. But when I say not only can specialists do well, but I have businesses that aren't even dentistry that are crushing it because it's the same business as business, customer service as customer service. And if you follow it, those processes and you're willing to work on yourself, then you can do very well Well, and be be happy. I've said this probably at least a dozen times in conversation on this podcast, and you and I talked about it beforehand, about the opposite ends of the spectrum of a dentist who owns a job and a business owner who happens to be a dentist. Correct. And those are the extremes. Most people are in the middle, but those are the extremes. You see that as well. Absolutely. What are the biggest challenges or what's the low-hanging fruit that John Doe dentist could Mm -hmm. fix today? Easy phone skills. I mean, it 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 seems so basic, and that's why, their. Why do main I need phone skills? Combat. I don't know how to talk on the phone. All I do is right. text people well, all day, which drives me nuts. It's like the younger generation doesn't right. know how to talk on the phone. It's like, right. and I oh, I pick up every phone call. Right. I don't care if it's a spammer. I pick up every phone call. I talk to people. And so I'm a phone guy. I'd rather talk on the phone, but you know, right. texting right. is the world. Well, it's all different types of people too. I mean, yes, technology now, people want to interact through web forums, through or, or through through contact forms and through text and through online scheduling. It was very interesting. I, I know when when I was running my father's practice, and this was, you know, before social media was big, but whenever we got web inquiries, we got a lot of them. They did not convert, they did not convert to the quality of patients of those who call. And still nowadays, the demographic of people that have the money to spend on procedures, not the kids, whatever, they're going to want to call. They're going to want rapport. And as, and I hope that the newer generations, as they mature as people and they want human interaction, right? Still, they're going to want to talk to somebody, especially if we're going to be spending thousands and thousands of dollars. It's not going to be, when they're doing a web inquiry, they're just kind of like, they're not at the stage yet of, you know, wanting to spend. But when somebody wants to make a big investment in their health, they're going to call. Okay, or they're going to want to come in and you better be ready to receive that opportunity. And just when you look at numbers, we can go over it now or, or in general, but well, let me give you some numbers because yeah, you're a numbers yeah, guy. Do that. Yeah, do that. Yeah. So, and I have my slides to the side if I have to look at it, but I'm just kind of going by memory. But basically, you know, the ADA very, very conservatively, I believe the average new case patient value for years is $400. Now we're talking about bigger procedures and restorative cases, but Every basically every day, if you you think about how many missed opportunities you have on new patient calls, right? And I think there are some studies that there's like over a hundred some on opportunities a month, and like 
87 of them are missed. Okay. And if you were to take that 87, multiply that by 40. And again, I could be off by a little bit. I'm just trying to go by memory, but you're looking at like, like 80 grand a month or, you know what? I I should get the actual slide because I'm like spitballing numbers here. Let me get my actual. So while you do that and you think about it, I mean, phone skills are a legitimate skill that you have to learn because if you don't do it and and like, it's like, you can't talk. Here's the, here's the number before I forget. I'm sorry. So if it's, just so you know, no, it's $642 okay. per patient. Let me be, be clear. And if 87, so 137, there are 135 new patient opportunities a month. Okay. 87 are just missed. So that's you what, convert a third. 40%, basically. 35%. Okay. So 87, okay. You multiply that, right, by 642. It's a big number. It's a big number. And that's times being 12. Lost. That's times 12, times 12. Now, then tie 12. And then you, if you think the lifetime value of a patient is 10 years, imagine you're looking in millions and upwards of a million that you're losing in these opportunities. Now, if let's be conservative and say you only miss one a day, phone call conversion, and four working days a week, that's 16 times 642, that's 10,000 a month that you're missing, 120,000 a year just because you weren't converting phone skills. Then you take that 120,000 a year, lifetime value 10 years, you're at 1.2 million in potential revenue of the lifetime of that patient. You missed out because you did not, you were not prepared to answer the phone, provide phone skills, quality customer service and convert and convert that patient. Yeah, and you think about it, it's like, you know, a lot of the people who are working the phones are going to be younger demographics in the dental office. Sure. And you can't answer the phone at, you know, XYZ Dental the way you answer the phone when your friend calls. True. It's a different conversation. So people aren't skilled in this. And for you to teach and staff, you, you're saying friend, most people call when they call the, the receptionist, they assume the person that's calling is a nuisance. So actually, I hope they are friendly, which is not right. the case. Oh, They're like, like the hello, voice. doctor's office. I just want to get out of here and go home. So right. I hope, listen, if they can be friendly, that's a big jump. But we're still not so there let's, yet. So, so let's talk about, all right, so that's one of the services you offer. You do yeah. phone skill yes. training Absolutely. for staff. So let's yep. talk about like, what kind of results are you guys seeing? Because you guys are getting good results. Oh, geez, I can spend an hour. I mean, if you're on a website, I have, I mean, we're getting... I had one. This is I mean, allstardentalacademy.com. Allstardentalacademy.com. I, I got just a pages of testimonials and not just testimonials. This is what's really good. I was looking at some of other people who post testimonials. There are case studies and statistics that show what clients are doing. And it's phone skills, reducing broken appointments, improving case acceptance, the whole gamut of the patient experience. But I had like one doctor to triple his new patient conversion. Uh, in one month. I mean, and we had one that doubled Those their hygiene production. Add up. They add up. They're big. And we don't have time to go in here today, but I have a business growth formula that if now here's what I want your viewers to do. If you go to our website, get our ebook, it's totally free. And I do a webinar, which is, a, which is, as my son would say, more funner. Okay. <laughs> because you'll have me um, actually teaching it register for that, either read or, or listen to me, watch me. And I'm going to go through the business growth formula and show you. And that's, that's the thing. I learned this with Tony Robbins too. Motivation to change. You're not going to do it until you can see the pain. We're motivated by pain or pleasure. If you are not aware of what you're losing, like if somebody's working with you and say, do you understand what the impact will be if you don't have this 
proper insure, insurance, if you don't have proper investments and done this way, what the outcome is, you're just going to la, 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 no big deal. And I don't think we're not doing this to scare people. We're doing this so people, whenever you make a decision, you want to make sure you have a reality of the situation. You don't want to underestimate and you don't want to overestimate. You want a reality. It's not well, there to, to scare the people. The thing you have to consider also is the lost opportunity cost. And for those who don't know lost opportunity cost is if I missed out on $10,000 of revenue in yeah. my practice, I didn't just miss it on $10,000. I missed out on the interest I could have earned on that $10,000. Oh, you're right. You're right. Forever. Right. And that number grows very high, very big, very quickly. And so it's a really big deal. And, and so, you know, we talk about this barbell of the, you know, owning a job. You don't okay. have to own a job. You could easily move up that spectrum by implementing the proper systems. So, so well, we talked, it, it, but, but it goes back to what we're saying. And, and I think this is the crutch of the situation about, I think you were asking about yeah. the, the, I own a job or, and I think there's worse than owning a job. I think some people even further, they own a debt. Like they're they're indebted their, to their business because it's underwater. But anyways, but then there's the the entrepreneurial side where they go and own multiple practices and have businesses. But it comes down to what I'll give you an example. I have one doctor. He's in our mastermind, and he he has family works, um, runs a business. He loves it. It's kind of a job. He doesn't have an associate. He doesn't want an associate. And I'm willing to give him associates that are great and will make him a ton of money and he won't have to work, but he loves to come in, talk to his patients. He has rapport. He does well. He's, he's fine. He'll, he's financially independent. He'll be good, but he doesn't want any more. Any more. He tried that, gave him a heart attack. He, he's comfortable, but he's done everything. And that's what we talked about before. It's not cookie cutter, their financial plan. It, you got to build it to the personality. Okay. So does yes. he own a job? He absolutely does, but he wants, but he that. loves, he loves it. And it's he comes in there and it's therapy, right? Okay. He's making money. He's, you know, I always tell people, I'm going to teach you some things that are going to make your life so boring. You're going to make money. Your, your business is going to do well. You're going to enjoy coming in. You'll never have to worry uh, about it again. No drama. Some people like drama. They like to gamble. They like to win and lose. They like chaos in their, in their life. I don't want the chaos, you know, why, why have chaos? <laughs> exactly. Be, be financially independent. Okay. And then when you're doing dentistry, you're doing it because you love it. Now the two spectrums, if you love dentistry and you love the clinical side, you love your team and you want to be like the dentist I'm talking about, or somewhere within that range, you can make a great living. You can be conservative, all these things to take care of. You'll be a multi multimillionaire. But if you're, some people are entrepreneurs, they're built to be entrepreneurs. They, they, they want to, they like the patient stuff, but they love, they want to conquer. And that brings them joy. It's not about greed. It's joy to create. They want to have multiple businesses, a DSO model. And they like that. That brings them joy and they're motivated to do it, do that. But here's the problem. It's where I see the problem is when you have clinical types that have not even mastered their own business kind of thing and do not like that space that are trying or not built to that are getting into the entrepreneurial world because of fear of missing out FOMO, because these guys are making millions. I deserve it. 
And then you have the other, you have the reverse category too. So people have to, you have to, when you do things, you got to do it from a place of your passion, your love, not because how much money I can make and because somebody else is doing it. That's not a good answer. You got to have good people like you, Ross, on your team, advisor, advisors to get the most out of what's best for you, you know, because somebody who's making 10 million, you know, versus 800,000 a year. What's the big difference in your lifestyle? You and, know? and everyone's wired differently. It's not the everybody's same. Everybody's wired differently. Exactly. So, so it's not bad if you own a job, if you don't want to own a job is driving you insane. Exactly. And by the way, not everyone's wired to be the guy making, you know, a crazy amount of money working, you know, doing business. And stuff. they're working a lot. And I'll tell you, I, I have doctors that own multiple, multiple businesses. The work, you know, and that's where some people say, oh, they, they got lucky. The work they put into it, is unreal. They're working Saturdays, Sundays late. They have so many businesses to do, but you know what? They love it. They're up at two in the morning, get up at six, but they love the work. They're building empires and they, they seem to like that. So one of the other things you guys do is yep. you have hiring. You, you guys help, yes, you help you have with a hiring, hiring service. Hiring yes. service. So yeah, especially, big now. In, yeah, big now. So right now, mm-hmm. very hard to find people. Yep. Um, so kind of talk about your hiring service, kind of what you guys do, how you help people. Yeah. So one of our VP of coaching, we have a great coaching division, um, great people, been with me for a long time, um, who's my hiring uh, director and uh, she runs the program. And yeah, we help to hire. We do everything from, you know, posting the ads, interviewing them, video, phone interview, basically setting them up to come to your office to then kind of evaluate background checks, all the due diligence, because of course you want to make sure you don't make mistakes in your hiring that can cost you a lot of money in terms of lawsuits, things like that. And so, yeah, it's been, I mean, gosh, we've been, <laughs> we continue to have a waiting list. I mean, just growing people just asking about it because it's so you're getting right results. Now you're, you're We're getting you're... results. Absolutely. Because yeah. look, it's very simple. We charge an hourly rate. It's, you know, there's a, a less expensive rate if you're a member, which usually it makes a lot of sense. Um, but, and you get first priority, but um, it's simple hourly rate, you know, you stay until you get results and people stay and they love it. I don't want to hold people to contracts, you know, things like that. Do you hire associates too? We don't, we are capable of, but those are more complicated and we're just so backlogged that we're, we're really focusing now on front office hygiene uh, okay. office manager, things like that. We have the capability. We just haven't offered that yet because we're just so much demand for the other positions. So you have something called the dental MBA. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So the dental MBA, we have different membership, membership options. And, and I talk about this in the webinar uh, and I give a special pricing as well. But one of our, our memberships, very, very affordable. It includes a dental MBA. And the dental MBA is a 30-hour CE program I put together. And um uh, I basically bring people through every month a, a process of going through your mindset, right, Ross? We can spend hours on that. Yep. Uh, that's that's key. Leadership, management, uh, accounting, kind of up your area. A little bit about fi- financial stuff uh, and investments, not too much. We talk about some hiring as well, but really giving them a primer of how to run a business, any business for that matter. And at the end of the program, they do a one-page business plan and they email to me for feedback. Oh, so wow. that's a very popular program that we, we have. So, you know, in our program, we have a phone skills course, scheduling course. We do have a hiring course. We have um, case acceptance, patient experience. So everything you need to run your business. And the MBA mm-hmm. is, is, the, is in one of our membership uh, packages as well. Very popular. 
So really, you have a, a wide variety of things that people could could tap into. So you know they might they might they might be. I'm interested in this. I don't really not really concerned with that. And they can kind of almost yeah, like buffet yeah. line style. Well, and then, I give them right. everything. And the other thing is, is what I provide is a system. I'm always about how can I simplify things to get a result. I don't care what course I, I offer. Does it give a result? So one of the things in our program I spent a lot of time on is how to implement properly. How do you get results? And all the different courses are built on each other to get a result, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. And so that's how we, we, we structure our trainings. Now, you have a conference coming up. We do. Uh, talk a little bit about that and tell people about that. Well, it's sold out, but I'll tell you about it. But we're going to be offering every year. And we typically offer it in Florida because it's amazing weather on, the, weather on the beach. I mean, countless resorts. And, and that's the other thing, too, is like, and you remind me of what I was going to say before. I kind of build things as my members tell me they need it. So people were saying, well, I can't train because I don't have people. Well, we'll hire for you. So we spent two years hiring kind of incognito and it was getting amazing results. We offered it as a service. And, you know, in the beginning of all-star people needed coaching. So I, I we added that because also my background with Tony Robb is developing our coaching department. And we've been, I've been people telling me, well, we want to have, we want to bring our team to an event. Right. And we want to, in, you know, enjoy that experience. So we built our live event. So yeah, every year we do that on the beach, you know, not on the beach, but near the beach. So when you're done uh, learning, you can go, go play. And what's, and what's great about live events is a lot of the content, I mean, we cover so much content in the actual program, but we, we supplement it. We have some great, great speakers. Uh, we were talking Ross about having you in the future be, be there as well. And the other thing is those team activities. What I find the greatest thing about live events, because when I put together and I envision a package for people, like you can almost say, if I do, if I drink the all-star Kool-Aid and I do their things, I don't have to like worry about all, I just do this and I repeat, rinse and repeat every year, it's going to do well. What, what the live events do, and they're kind of really the icing on the cake. I wouldn't substitute live event for online training because that's right. a consistent thing. I wouldn't substitute for coaching. But if you're doing those things and you're like, I want to put the icing on the cake. Now I bring my team. We work so hard. Let's learn and let's have fun because you live by me. There's the wharf in Fort Lauderdale. We're going to go there one night with the team. We're going to have, you know, we're going to have a lunch, like overlooking the ocean. To me, live events are culmination where you learn a little and you have a lot of fun. And it's great team camaraderie. They bring that spirit back to the office. Well, the thing about live events is most many times the thing you get the most out of them is like during the breaks when you're talking to them. You're right. The networking. Yep. The networking. It's like, oh, you talk to someone else. They're a dentist in Colorado. You're a dentist in Illinois. All of a mm -hmm. sudden you talk about this problem here. Oh, well, here's how, here's how I did it. You take that nugget back. Oh, you're not, and you're not going to get that. All you're right. Time. You're right. Actually, the, um, that's actually kind of a quasi mastermind effect. And we have a mastermind group, but I want to go into that. That's kind of invite only, but you do the dentists are going to certainly they're going to mastermind and they're all over the country and they're all, they're all-star members. So they're already people of like mind that yeah. are working on themselves. It's different talking to any dentist, but if you're talking to a dentist that's working on themselves, trying to get better, it's a lot of fun because you're both excited to share those ideas, right? The team will do some of that too. But for the team members, I suspect a lot of it is it's, it's just fun to travel. It's fun to meet other people and have a good time. And then, and then you kind of bond it. It's like a team bonding experience. Yeah, right? absolutely. So 
as we're kind of coming towards the end here, and I think sure. we could, you and I could probably talk for another two hours. Of course. Um, because there's so many things I want to ask you that we just don't have time to. But I always ask people these two things. Sure. Number one, what advice would you give to a brand new dental school graduate? Okay. First one. Well, actually, I, I once a year, typically, I teach at Nova Southeastern. You know what that is, right? Yep. Yep. I know exactly so I teach is. to their um, their outgoing students. They have an ortho, I, res, uh, ortho pro- pro- program there. Yep. And I teach them the MBA stuff. What advice would I give Dennis? Well, I think the two things I would give them are pay attention and cultivate your, your, your business practice management skills. Also cultivate yourself as a person, you know, beyond, cause you're, you're working so hard, but I think you really have to, you have to know what you want to do out there. Cause a lot of them are deciding, do I want to go to DSO? Do I want to this, you know, most of them are going to have to work for a big uh, company because they're not able to afford to open their business. Right. Um, but really be clear on what you want in life. Number one, that's big. And, and if you want to open your own business, start now cultivating skills. I have, I do, I have a handful of dentists that are just graduated. They're doing our program uh, just to kind of, as they're going through their corporate uh, world so that they're prepared when they want to open up their own business. Well, so those are the things I would recommend to them. Know so, thyself, right? Yeah, there you go. So I'm a big reader and I always mm-hmm. ask people, what books are you reading or what books do you recommend? Read my book. <laughs> well, we'll, get to that. we'll get to that in a second. Uh, yeah. Um, what books would I recommend? Oh gosh. You know, I'm going to be a little bit of a rebel here. Uh, stop reading so much. Okay. Try to find the answers within yourself. I know a lot of dentists and myself included voracious personal development people and want to consume the latest thing. And that's going to answer all vice questions and all of business questions. But I think spend more time trying to get, you know, sit quiet. That's probably speaking to some meditation or contemplative moments, but um, breathe a little bit, you know, and think about some of these questions that you and I talked about more so than just consuming. Because I find sometimes reading too much or consuming too much data, um, you know, I, 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 I'm on this podcast, I'm on this podcast, I'm reading this book. And it's like, it's all conflicting. Sometimes you're, well, it's conflicting. You're kind of avoiding something. That's true. That's true. You're just That's consuming true. knowledge because it's, it's comfortable. And listen, I'm an academic. I have just as much schooling as a dentist do. And, you know, it's comfortable being academia. It's comfortable just hearing more and more information. But this is where I love Tony. It's like, what the F are you going to do about it? Right. No, that's good. So, all right. So people are listening to this and they're like, hey, yes. Alex, is a, Alex is a wizard. I want to talk to Alex. I want to get, I want to hear more about him. How do they get in touch with you? How do they learn more? So allstardentalacademy.com. Not All Star Academy. We're not a cooking show. And All Star Dental is some practice in, I don't know, Scottsdale, Arizona. I don't know. All Star Dental Academy. Uh, if you search that on Google or allstardentalacademy.com, Go to our website and just scroll down on the home screen. You can get there's our, a free our, ebook, right? There's a free, free ebook. ebook, free so many blogs we post to free content. We also have a podcast. And actually, I'm not the host. My VP of coaching, one of my VPs, he runs the the podcast and he does a great job. Uh, his specialty is fee for service dentistry. So um, we have Which that. That's a topic channel. that we could talk about another time. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you can grab him and bring him on. He's the or we can both come on the show. He's our fee for service expert. That's great. This has really been a a very insightful conversation, Alex. I really appreciate your time today. Oh, my pleasure. Take care. 
You've been listening to the Financial Flossing Podcast with Ross Brandon. Tune in next week for our next episode. This has been another episode of Financial Flossing with Ross Brannan, guiding dental professionals to a brighter future. If you liked what you heard, consider subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. For more on Ross Brannan, visit rossbrannan.com. Registered representative and financial advisor of Park Avenue Securities, LLC, PAS, OSJ, 3664 Coolidge Court, Tallahassee, Florida, 32311. 850-562-9075. Securities products and advisory services offered through PAS. Member FINRA SIPC. Financial representative of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. PAS is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. North Florida Financial is not an affiliate or subsidiary of PAS or Guardian. California Insurance License Number 0L10073. Arkansas Insurance License Number 1613932. 2021 1195.35. Expires 423. That last part can also say 2021 1195.35. Expiration, April 2023. This podcast is for informational purposes only. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by PAS, Guardian, or North Florida Financial. And opinions stated are their own. External sites and material are provided for your convenience in locating related information and services. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees expressly disclaim any responsibility and do not maintain, control, recommend, or endorse third-party sites, organizations, products, or services, and make no representation as to the completeness, sustainability, or quality thereof. Ross is a registered representative and financial advisor of Park Avenue Securities, LLC, PAS, OSJ, 3664 Coolidge Court, Tallahassee, Florida, 32311-850-562-9075. Securities products and advisory services offered through PAS, member FINRASIPC. Financial representative of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. PAS is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. North Florida Financial is not an affiliate or subsidiary of PAS or Guardian. Arkansas Insurance License Number 16139032. California Insurance License Number 0L10073. 2022 1361581584. Expiration 0424. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.